the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Have you ever been Jeremiah'd? So that points to Jeremiah was, uh, he preached a hard word. He was really strong and critical and tough love. And we see about that in our first reading today, Jeremiah, with the people of the Israel, because of why? Idolatry. They had their altars set up and their sacred poles, and they were worshiping the people of the land, of the God of the land, instead of the true God, the Lord God of Israel. So, and what's idolatry? It's making anything out to be God that is less than God. And that can be difficult because there's a lot of good things in life and on earth, spouses, children, experiences that God gives us, and it can be quite a juggling act at sometimes. But Jeremiah is saying, don't go there. Cursed is the one who trusts in human beings, who trusts in human flesh, which means anything but God. I was at a major college football game in Oregon at one time, and there was a, the quarterback for one of the major teams, I won't say which one, he was kind of a, a, a legend in high school in Oregon, then he went on to play at this university. And I remember being there, and someone told me that his sister was like sitting just a few feet away from me. And so I was praying for her because things can be really good, and things can go really south when that happens. So. At one point, started a, a drive down the field, this quarterback, and there was an interception. And you should hear all the comments. And just, just the, the violence and the negativity is like, get this guy out of here, we need a new quarterback, you know, send him back to Siberia where he belongs, all these kind of things. And I'm, and I'm thinking about the sister, what is she thinking? Is all this is going on, and they're just going off on her brother and being negative. So the ball got turned over, and then they got the ball back. The next series, he drove them down the field. They got a touchdown. Ah, he's great, man. You know, he's king. He's Mr. You know, champion. He's, he's our guy. He's always been our guy. Cursed is the man who trusts in human beings. It can be so fickle, so up and down, back and forth. And I'm sure that she was experiencing that, his sister, and looking at her and, and praying for her, tens and tens of thousands of people looking down in on this. And she, maybe in a sense, she was Jeremiah in this situation to say, wow, one minute they're kicking him to kingdom come, and the next minute he's our king, he's our savior leading us to all good things. So the fact is that we can have idols and re replace the Lord. We do know that we... We do put our faith and trust in something or someone, and that kind of determines how we're going to live our lives. And so we understand that we do do that, and that we have to look at that and think about that. But Jeremiah, he wants to Jeremiah us, and that, that's the question we can ask ourselves, am I open to the prophet? And that can happen in a lot of ways, right? It could happen for this quarterback sister at a football game. It can happen through preaching. It can happen reading the Word of God. How we see it, somebody else living their life in this church can really challenge us to say, well, am I, am I worshiping the true and living God? Paul Tillich, the theologians, said, you can find out all you need to know about somebody by asking them this question, what do you worship? What do you give ultimate allegiance to? What is the center? What's the bedrock? Where do you go to have your life determine how you will live that life? And Jeremiah the prophet comes to us today and he talks about curses the one who trusts in human flesh. 
He's like a barren bush in a lava waste, a salt and empty earth, meaning that the cut off from the source of life, languishing, dying on the vine, if it's anything other than the Lord, if it's idolatry. So maybe we can look at it this way. What we want to be able to do and encourage each other to do in our community is say no to a no. So anything that is saying no to God, we want to say no to that. Because if it's the acclaim of being a football player or stuff that I struggle with my own life, wanting to be appear good and, and have good things said about me, or it could be money, might be money. It could be even a spouse. I remember one time in ministry talking to a spouse and said, I think my spouse rivaled and superseded God at times in that well, it could be the opposite too, right? So, but uh, how real that that can be. But we want to say no to something that's eventually going to say no to us. There's no more for you. It's dried up. It's over. We want to pray that our roots would go deep and far and wide to be able to go to the running water, this water that will continue to feed us and to heal us and to fulfill us and this water that will ever be yes to us. And so we come today before the Lord begging him to teach us what our idols are, to look at that, to say this is where I've gone and it's been a no in the end. And I want to turn my face, turn my life to the living God, where there will always be that running water, which will always be a yes for us in fullness. Jesus and God get angry. They get angry not at the fact that we've turned away from them so much as they, they get angry at the, at the fact that we've chosen something less and we are losing out and not experiencing the fullness of life that they have for us. And so we, we come today and we look at our, our lives and we look at all those things that are not God, not going to uh, give us that fullness of life. And we say no to whatever says no to God in his life for us.